You're about to listen to a Gaming Stooges podcast with your regularly scheduled Stooges. I'm Jack. The internet calls me Cloud. And I'm Landon. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show. Hi, everybody. Hello. So, we've had a couple different podcasts where we've talked about game controllers, peripherals, but we haven't gone off the deep end until tonight. Actually, before that, I have I, I have to talk about uh, something I misspoke about in the last part okay. really quick. Oh, my God. I know. Um, you misspoke? I did. I didn't think they were doing a physical release of the Metal Gear Solid collection. That is incorrect. They technically are. Technically. <laughs> technically. Yeah. There's but, about, like, because it is... A mostly download voucher. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of those stupid things where it's like... So, it do- so basically, you weren't wrong. You weren't really wrong, no. No, but I just, I just want to be on the, on the record. Even though, you know, this is... It'll be two weeks before anyone says anything. Yeah. Yeah. True. So anyway, anyway, tonight we're going to talk about consoles, but specifically one generation of consoles that has left a pretty big impact on the industry, and that is the seventh generation of consoles. If you don't know what that one that one is, that's PS3, 360, Wii, DS, and PSP. So quite a few juggernauts. Also, I guess you can count the Ouya if you want to. I'd rather not. Let's talk about the Ouya tonight, Jack. <laughs> What are your thoughts? The Ouya Ouya was a console, and it had games on it. Oh, I wouldn't even say that. Before we get into the the juicy bits, let's give everybody a little bit of background. (laughs) Juicy. Juicy. Uh, uh, Where did you guys start with this generation? What was your first console? What was the first game or games you got with it? Etc, etc. Let's just go around the room real quick. Give everybody a little bit of background. DS baby. I mean, yeah, DS. I guess it would I'm be pretty the sure DS. that's going to be the answer for all three of us. Honestly, it was the fir- it was not, the first one, not the DS itself, but the DS Lite. I didn't jump, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll wait for my. Turn. Well, I mean, still the DS. Yeah, but anyway. it's not like anything came before. Uh, I so when did you guys get your first systems? Like, was it shortly after they came out? Because I didn't jump in for a while. For the DS, yes. DS. I was pretty much. I don't think it was release day, but it was like really close to release. Um, I'm so late to this party. Yeah. I didn't jump in I, until April 21st, 2007. I was about to say, I'm surprised you know what day it was, but then I realized exactly why you know what day that is. It was the day before Pokemon Diamond. Or Pokemon I know, Diamond. Cloud. <laughs> So, Thank you, Cloud. Yes, um, uh, what other systems do you guys own from this generation? Hey, I didn't answer, motherfucker. Yeah, he, he just uh, said DS. Just yeah, DS. I mean, I did no, say no, no. DS. I said, you asked I said me what when. other ones, though. Yeah, but you asked us when we got it, yeah. and I never answered. Oh. God damn it. It was Christmas 2005. There. Okay, thank you. Al got one for Christmas 2004. So he got it the month after it came out then. 
I, I must have gotten mine for Christmas 2004. Um, uh, what yeah. games did you get with it? I remember... Was Mario Kart a, a launch it title? Was not. No, it no. Was, that didn't come out till 05, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was like early 05. I don't, I don't even remember. I know I had Lost Worlds around the time that that came out. Or not Lost Worlds, Lost Winds. Lost Winds for the DS. Um, I don't even remember what I had at when I first got it. November 2005 was when DS came out. That was later than I expected. Oh. 2004. Oh. No, Mario Kart DS came out. Oh, okay. Okay, you just said DS, and I thought, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I mean, the DS didn't really have a whole lot when it came out, so I'm not... I mean, it probably was... Did you have Mario 64 DS? No. Hmm. I probably just played Game Boy Advance games on it, honestly. I like mean, you did for your 3DS it, when that it, came out? It yeah. was backwards compatible until they released a model that wasn't. Was was Mystery Dungeon Blue Rescue Team an early release? I, I don't no. remember. No. Okay. Red was... Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team came out in 2006. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that. the release order of any DS games because I just always had a DS. So, and I just yeah. remember games that came out for it. That does not count, because the 3DS is the generation after. But I have... So, I own everything but the PSP for this generation. But I Did you get them the PSP. all during that generation, or did you just kind of collect them um, over time? So, the Wii I got during that generation, we had the PS3 um, was also during that generation... The 360 I own now, uh, I got after. We had a 360 for a while, for a little bit, um, at the house. So, like, I had one during the generation as well. I... God. I mean, do any of us own a PSP? I do. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's in bad condition, so I haven't been able to use it for a while. I need to get a new one, but... I've, I've basically almost always owned a PSP... At some in some manner, I own two PSP games. Which ones? Uh, the Legend of Heroes: oh. Trails in the Sky. You know, I realized that quest. I realized the answer to that question immediately after I asked. But go ahead, sorry. And the Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky. Uh, I think it's. I think it's second chapter. I forget. Hold on. I um. So I. I mean, I mentioned when I got my DS. My first DS game was Pokemon Ranger because. I traded one of my games at the time ha. for Pokemon Ranger. Ha. That's not a bad game to have it's for your not. first game. It's not. Especially because this was like, you have to understand, this was back when like the game was relatively new as well. So like I could get the Mana Fee. Oh, that's pretty cool. Landon's actually got second his hard copies of both of them. It is second chapter. It's a Japanese copy of second chapter. All right. Nice. Um, well, I have all my tra- or my yeah my Kisaki Trails games, uh, all my Fire Emblem, Zelda, and Metroid games right in like my my case right over uh, to my your, right. So your Mount Rushmore of game franchises. Yeah. So it's just in my like display collectibles. As far as other systems I had during this generation, at the time that the generation was new, uh, I had gotten a PSP. 
in late 2008. So I had DS, PSP. I had a Wii in 2009, and then I got a PS3 <laughs> in 2011. I mean, so did I, so... I, I wanted the PS3, so I had something to play Sonic Generations on. Same. There you go. Jack and I got a PS3 for the same exact reason. Um... I got a DS, like I said, Christmas 05. Um, I think not the next one I would have owned, but the next one I played, one of my friends uh, back then had got a 360 for Christmas in 2006 with Madden 07 and Sonic 06. Oh yeah, I should note that I did have quite a lot of experience with the PS3 beforehand because I had a friend who got a PS3 like 2007, like yeah. not not long after it came out. He had the original backwards compatible with PS2 hardware uh, models. I wouldn't own a 360 until like, I don't even fucking remember what year it was. I want to say 2013 because it was like close to the end of high school for me and my friend was just like, yeah, the disk drive on this 360 doesn't work. Do you want it? And I was just like, sure, I guess. And I used it to play Banjo-Kazooie. I uh, I never owned a 360 myself. I've got numerous friends that owned one, though, so I've had some experience, obviously, with it. Yeah, I feel like I played on it enough that I got the full experience, even though I never owned one. Um, Got a Wii summer 2007 uh, because tracking one down was really hard back then. Oh yeah, um, I heard horror stories. Yeah. And let's see. Got a PS3 in Christmas 2011. So, kind of spaced out uh, those four, but uh, yeah. Those were the... Uh, I mean, uh, we haven't really mentioned it yet, but this was, like, the GameSpot generation. Oh, yeah. This is the this generation was, where... This was the console generation for the this, GameSpot days. Not even just GameSpot, just online forums in general. This was when, like, people were really I mean, rabid all over. I mean, I mean, yes, but, like, for our personal experience... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were, we were on GameSpot the most during this time. Oh yeah. Like And this the, is like what we spent most of our time on that forum discussing. I mean, GameSpot had taken away union boards before the 8th generation started and by then we were gone, so I mean, that goes into that shows some perspective that we didn't we, it really was pretty much just this generation that kind of shaped our uh online lives, I guess. Uh, Landon, was there anything that you left out about, like, the order of which you got your systems before we okay, uh, jump yeah. into the next? I double-checked. I think I said Lost Winds. I meant Lost Magic for the DS. I was uh, about to say, I yeah, wasn't going to correct you, but <laughs> I you knew that have. wasn't right. Um, And that came out in 2006, like, April 2006, so I think I got mine 2005, my DS. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, Christmas 2005, I pretty sure that's how that happened um so i got that i, I got my wii really close to launch go ahead i w i was just gonna mention uh 
different topic. Uh, go ahead. Okay. So I got Finish my your... Wii really close to launch. I think the Christmas or right after the Christmas of launch. Um, that I had Wii Sports and uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 2. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had a 360 in the house close to launch uh, and I played a ton of Rainbow Six uh, Vegas. And, yeah. Um, and then we got a PS3 in the house and I still own this PS3 that we got at that time. Uh, because uh, one of my stepbrothers wanted to play as Darth Vader in Soul Calibur. Uh, Soul Calibur 4. Um, and because the whole concept of downloadable content was foreign, uh, he has Down Syndrome, so... Um, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's what it is. They went out and bought a PS3 so he could have Darth Vader. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I remember you telling me about this years I'm, ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to clarify. I'm not laughing at the fact that he has Down syndrome. Just the way that you said it was yeah. really funny. I mean, it's. I mean, it's what it is. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I'll laugh at it. Huh? There, I, I laughed <laughs> at it. Um. So that's sort of like the order. Um. Eventually, I got that PS3. Um. But it was, like, in the house the whole time, so I was able to play it pretty much whenever. Did he ever get something, like, in its place that, like, took his attention away from it, or did you just kind of... He had a he had a PS2, a GameCube, a Wii, um, F360, so he's had other systems. So he really just, he just had no interest in the PS3 specifically. Well, pretty much. Uh, I mean, there was times when he would play it, and, like, like, would want to play it for some reason... But at the end, like when I was moving out from the house, um, he basically it was it was my he gave it to me as my going away present. Well, that was really nice of him. Yeah, it was like so. It was like the very end of the PS3 life cycle uh, that that happened. Uh, so like, I remember like taking he like gave me all of the games, and I was like, I'm not doing anything with pretty much any of these. So I was able to like jumpstart a collection, and I think I put some of that towards a copy of. The Last of Us. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. that's that real quick. So uh, I'm just gonna go over the five systems, their release dates, what they launched at for price wise, and then we'll just jump right in. We'll just start talking about the games and all the other cool stuff. So uh, first released out of the home consoles for this generation was the 360. It had a whole year head start. Released in uh, North America on November 22nd, 2005. Came in two models. You had the premium model that had a 20 gigabyte hard drive attached for $399 or you could get the core model which had no hard drive attached for $299 because this was back when you didn't always need to have an internal hard drive for data for the games that were on discs what i know right that's for that's a foreign concept to us nowadays another fun fact about the 360 would be uh it got really popular hardware peripheral back in 2010 november 2010 known as the connect uh, we'll the, get the, le- the less the less we talk about that, the better. Uh, the PlayStation Three came out November seventeenth, two thousand six, so almost exactly a year later, five days off. Uh, also had two different models, infamously priced at four hundred ninety nine dollars and five hundred ninety nine U S dollars, respectively. Yes, I know. Uh, Twenty gigabyte model and sixty gigabyte model. So either one that you got, you had a hard drive with it. Um, 
These were notable for coming out of the box had uh, backwards compatibility with both PS1 and PS2 games through software emulation. And the PS3 would also get a similar peripheral with the PlayStation Move in September 2010 because by that point, everybody wanted to do the motion control Nintendo business. Uh, and then, of course, the Wii, speaking of Nintendo, came out just two days later in North America after the PS3 on November 19th, 2006. Only came out with one model, which was really all you needed, $249. Uh, they didn't get, like, any major peripheral stuff, but, I mean, it, you had a bunch of accessories and controllers and stuff you could attach to that thing. Uh, the main criticisms that are famous for each of these is their Xbox 360 had horrific hardware failure. The PS3 was hard to develop for, and the, P and the Wii was underpowered. So let's get the big criticism out of the way for each of them. That's what everybody says about each of those systems. We're not going to keep going on a rant about it. We know. I'll Xbox go 360 on a rant about it. Okay. I mean, you can go on a rant about I mean, it if you want. I probably. I mean, won't. like, honestly, looking back, like it's, I feel like people didn't like it was a big deal back then, like the Red Ring of Death. But even still, I feel like people didn't shit on it enough for being a fucking terrible piece of hardware. Like, not to trash the 360 as a console as a whole. Because, like, once you get to the Slim, like, the Slim was a great console, but, like, the original model Xbox 360, fucking dog shit. Almost all of them died. So, like, the, the problem from what I've heard from that is that Microsoft kind of got greedy, and they outsourced a lot of their production going in, and, I mean, when you throw your production out to um, various companies and you're just trying really really hard to get as many units out there as physically possible and you don't have that kind of experience because your last console only sold like 25 million units across five years unfortunately that's what happens i'm not justifying I'm, it i'm just saying that's the explanation apparently for why that happened i'm assuming outsourcing in this in the interest of getting a head start on the competition pretty much like they yeah. really wanted to get that head start because obviously the PS2 dominated the previous generation, so Microsoft wanted in that door as soon as possible. Yeah, I and mean, that's understandable, but for it. but also it bit them in the ass. Oh yeah, like Jesus Christ! I mean, it caught it caught so uh, it cost them one billion dollars to fix that. By the way, that whole that whole debacle. I mean, I believe it. it I'm like yeah. honestly, I think. Like, cause almost everyone in school, like when I was, when the 360 was out, almost everyone had a 360 when I oh, was yeah. in school. Like, and like, I can think of maybe one person who never got a red ring on their system. Like everyone was talking about it. And I'm like, and I'm sitting here with the Wii and I'm just like, <laughs> losers. Yeah. Because guess what, motherfuckers? The Wii won. The, the Get Wii over won. it. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain real quick. We've made this joke numerous times, and this ties back into our GameSpot days. But uh, near the end of GameSpot's forums being relevant at all to us... This was, I, Sis System Wars. System Wars was a board on their main forums. This was after they took down unions. We didn't really have anywhere else to go. So occasionally... 
we'd like go like check GameSpot forums to see what they were talking about. We honestly, we mostly just looked at System Wars because it was the most toxic board on the oh, entire yeah. website, oh, yeah. and it was funny to watch the threads just burn to the ground. Oh, yeah. children think Twitter, but for just yeah. video games. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's honestly, like, I, it, I, I mean, honestly, I would say not as bad as Twitter, but pretty bad. Think oh, yeah. Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there was a thread and it was, this was like near the end of the generation. They were like, okay, so now that the dust has settled 360 or PS3, which one was better? And it was, here's the funny thing. It was always between those two systems. They always argued about that. You had just 360 fanboys, PS Sony fanboys going at it. You had the people that were like PC in the back. They're just chilling, watching them both fight because they were just like, I don't really care. And then there was those few people that were Nintendo fans that would sneak in and just be like... So one one particular user was like, guys, the sales say it all. The Wii won. Get over it. <laughs> and we just quote that constantly because it's so funny. It's so succinct and to the point. Like, the Wii was never, like, in question for the System Wars. No. So, like, just to see one guy just chime in and be like, the Wii won, get over it. And it was, it's ingrained into our single shared brain cell. Now, if sales matter to you, um, the Wii have, did like, not win. The Wii did, not, did not win not. out of all five systems. Not even close, because the, we'll get there. But uh, it did pass 100 million units, and it was the most selling out of the three home consoles. The other two were very close. They had about 88 and 84, or like 87 and 82, depending on um, what, what sources you're looking at. The Xbox 360 being the one that sold slightly less, which is kind of impressive considering how many systems that they had to replace. But the PS3 really picked up steam, and the 360 lost steam over the generation very fast but the Wii just kind of sold like hotcakes out of the gate and never really let its lead up so out of the three it sold the most but the handhelds uh, we had the DS which first came out in North America on November 21st 2004 came out at a launch price of $149 uh, and then you have the PSP which came out in North America a little bit later March 24th 2005 at a launch price of $249 now Jeez. it it was out in Japan a substantial amount of time before, but that's not relevant to us because we don't live in Japan. I forgot uh, that the PSP was 250 at launch. Yep. But the thing is, is unlike... So the PSP would, would suffer from some of the stuff that they would then later repeat the same mistakes with the Vita. But one thing that the PSP had going for it was it was an emulation machine and one of the most easily hackable pieces of hardware ever created. Like, if you wanted to play Game Boy Advance games, you should use a PSP and just hack it. Yeah. I never I owned mean, a PSP, though, so I don't really give a shit. PSP was notable, though, because other than the game gear, it had, like, it was, like, it had a really bright, like, backlit screen. And, it like, the DS has two, like, backlit screens, but they're, like, really, like, low brightness at first. Um, and the GBASP originally did not have a backlight. They, I will they, they originally came out with one after, but... I will say, um, in school, like I said, in school, everyone had a 360. 
I think I knew of maybe like three people that had a PSP. It was I knew it, of and they number of people and, with PSP, and they were all rich kids. So no, the funny thing is, is that was not the case for me. The people that had a PSP for me were actually usually more on the poor side and knew about the fact that you could hack them. And they were like, oh, I just want to play like 10 million games that I can't afford. Uh, the DS was also known for piracy. Like both of these handhelds were like known for so much piracy because the DS had the R4 cartridge. It was just, this was just a generation where that was a thing on handhelds. It, it was crazy. Uh, the DS, by the way, sold like 154 million units. So yeah, that is the clear amount. sales winner out of all the systems. Uh, the PSP sold 82-ish million. Depends on where you look, but some say 80 million, some say 81, some say 82. It is the lowest selling out of the five systems, but when the lowest sellers still pass 80 million units, it's kind of crazy. So yeah, just a few other points, though. This was the first generation that every system that I just mentioned had a notable hardware revision. All five of them. Because in the generation before, you had remodels and readers like of the Xbox and the GameCube, but you didn't have a hardware revision. You had the PS2 Slim, and that was basically it on the home console front. And then, of course, Game Boy Advance had all those different models. But this one, you had the 360 would later come out with the 360 Slim and Elite. They had like a bunch of different models. The PS3 had the Slim and then the Super Slim. And the Wii came out with a couple different uh, models at way long afterwards. One of them was like, they just removed the backwards compatibility. And then they did like the Wii Mini, which was like, I don't Shitty. even want to talk, I don't even want to talk about the Wii Mini. Uh, both those, of the Wii remodels are dog shit. Oh yeah, both of the Wii remodels are terrible and they barely sold anything because the Wii had already sold basically as much as it was going to sell. Literally, there was no point to them. Everyone already had a Wii already. Who were they selling to? People that wanted to collect different models of their systems? Possibly. Fuck I think that. that's, that's basically all I can think of because... The Wii, so the funny thing is the Wii sold 101 million units, right? Almost all of that was by 2011. Like 2012, it's, they, sales like just went to a crawl. It was, like, they were just, and I mean, obviously that's because there was anticipation of new hardware coming up and everybody would already been like kind of done with the Wii craze, but it is worth knowing that most of the Wii's hardware was sold within just the first few years, so, like Jack said, there was nobody else to sell to. I mean, like, the Wii sold a shit ton, but, like, after a certain point, it was not selling very well at all. It was, from a financial perspective, dead, hardware-wise. Yeah. I mean, like, after, t honestly, I was gonna say 2009, but 2010 was an okay year for the 2010 Wii. 2010 was an okay like, year. But, like, after 2010, it yeah. goes way down. And then, of course, um, the DS had the different revisions. The PSPs had revisions. Yeah. So. Um, best, best, I mean, like, okay, in retrospect, it was the model of DS that I used the least, but the best DS is the fat DS. Yeah. I will say. Like, looking back, the DS Lite, had buttons that would wear out too quickly. Like, my right button on the D-pad 
got worn out from playing fucking Sonic Rush Adventure. So, I yeah. mean, one, fuck that game for that. But two, they should make, you know, better D-pad buttons because that never happened with the I, fat DS or the DSi for me. I'll say if we're talking strictly from a uh, from a build quality perspective, then yeah, I can't lie that we, fat DS was the best one. We should we should go through all the consoles and say like what the best models are. I mean, we've kind of already said it for a couple well, of them, so. How about we go through them and mention if we like what we have experience with too, cuz I'm sure that like yeah, all right. some of these models we've never even touched before. Uh so the 360, I actually should have had a page open for this. Uh, I, do you remember what models of 360 existed first of all? I do have it brought up now. I think it's like there was the original white model that red ringed, so it was dog shit. Yep. There was the original slim model, which I think came out in 2009-ish. Uh, and that was actually, like, the model of choice, I would say. Like, honestly, like, there was some failures with that system, but, like, not a ton. But, like, honestly, super durable, great model. Taking your hard drive out and, like, going to a friend's house that had a 360 oh, yeah. and putting it in their 360. I mean, like, it was basically just a fat memory card. It was... Uh, but it, with way more data. It was really cool how they handled the hard drives because they were so easily detachable. Yeah, for sure. And um, it was, like, it was pretty much the last home console to do that until, like, the Switch, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And even then, like everyone has their own switch so like no one takes out the fucking micro sd and takes it over to a right. friend's house well, that, so the three the data is also tied to the system and it's, yeah, yeah yeah tied to the account so instead of being tied so, to a hard drive yeah, so yeah. more or less like the 360 was the last system to do that and the 360 slim did it really well honestly so there are a number of xbox 360 hardware versions and i was gonna say there was I was going to say there should be one or two more slim models after the initial one. So there's the 20 gigabyte and the core model that I mentioned. There's a 60 gigabyte model that replaced the 20 gigabyte model for $299, which was the same price that they had cut the 20 gigabyte model to just before they discontinued it. Hmm. Uh, and then there was the arcade edition, which was a replacement for the core model. That came in at $279 after its price cut, and then that was cut as well for a price. They also, shortly before they discontinued the core model, they came out with the Elite model, which was just a giant hard drive version. Uh, that was, geez, $480 at launch. There was the Xbox 360S, which came out in uh, mid-2010. There was two variants okay, so of this. It was a little bit later than I thought. There was two variants of this. One was four gigabytes and one was 250 gigabytes. The 250 was basically the one everyone bought. And then, yeah, it, it came out first for some reason. Like they came out with the with the four gigabyte model like very slightly after. And then near the hmm. end, uh, right before the, three, the 360 was getting replaced by the Xbox One later in that year. For some reason, Microsoft put out two new models of the 360 uh, called the Xbox 360E which were the same price, 
same storage. I assume it was just a hardware revision that had more reliable hardware so as to not shit the bed on you in the future. I have no idea because no one bought those. I think they might have had the memory built into the system too and they weren't removable. No, you could remove them. You could? Okay. Could you? Yeah. Okay. On the E? Trust yeah. me. You oh, could no, no. I, I trust you. You you <laughs> are the GameSpot, the GameStop guy. If you tell me that there was a certain thing about a piece of hardware, I trust you because you had to touch it. Yeah, especially with the hands. three, like, because I got to work. It was after the 360 and PS3 and we were already, like, they weren't new consoles anymore. But I still had to deal with them. Yeah. So... Obviously, I didn't own any of them myself, but I know my friend had a, th- a premium bo- for model from the original set. And somehow, that stuff kept working until he replaced it with, I don't know if it was the S or the E model. I think it was an S model that came out uh, way later. Like he, I think he might have sent out the, red, the, the model once for hardware failure, but I don't remember if it red-ringed or if it was just something else. Probably did. But uh, it didn't really report a lot of hardware failure on his, so he he lucked out because a lot of those did. Landon, what about you? Do you have any experience with any of these 360 models? I mean, ownage-wise, original model 360s, but obviously I literally touched every single one and had to deal with them all. Oh yeah, in some capacity. So and as uh, as he's talked about on his Xbox controllers uh, from the, when we were talking about those during our controller podcast, uh, Landon does not have good experience with this hardware. Does not like this hardware. Well, for hardware, it's specifically the uh, listen. Microsoft did a really shitty job, and this is true for a lot of systems. Xbox One, uh, original model Xbox Ones. People just make them gross. I don't know how you get so much fucking grossness into your system, but it's the way they make the vents. It just collects dust, and... Yeah, I've seen the vents on that thing. If you don't do regular cleaning on these systems, like, it's just gonna cake up, and it's gonna be, like, very disgusting. I don't know. It's like, cleaning a 360 uh, was never fun. Also... The rubber bands for the disc trays uh, was an easy, like, like something that would break on all models. Didn't matter which one, but there's a rubber band that, like, holds the disc tray uh, back in. Like, right. it, uh, So those can break pretty easy. I mean, that's a also, little bit easier to replace. Speaking, speaking of disc trays, interesting to know that this was... The Xbox 360 was the last major console where the disc tray itself popped out because the the Wii and the PS3 the disc tray doesn't come out it just you feed the disc in and it just takes the disc into the system Mm -hmm. so the 360 was an oddball from coming out a year prior that it still had that old disc tray thing like the uh, like the PS2 had I will say, and we'll get to the PS3 in a second, but I think it, I always thought it was funny how the original, the original model PS3 had like a touch sensor power button. I hate it. And the original model 360 had a push clicky button. And then they swapped And then they swapped for the slim models. The PS3 slim had buttons, but the 360 slim was a touch sensor. 
No, the the PS3 Slim has um, it's the Super Slim that has an actual button. The regular Slim has the touch. No, oh, no, I own I own a Slim model, and it's regular buttons. Is it? Yeah. Because it yeah. doesn't feel like it when you press down. No, they're 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 buttons for sure. It's a button. Yeah. It's a button on uh, both the Slim and the uh, the Super the Slim. Super Slim. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The The button's really weird on the regular Slim because it doesn't feel like you're pressing down on a button, but... No, it's, it's not just... It's not like a super tactile button. Yeah. Um, but it is a button. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. Um, so, PS3 models, though. Oh, my goodness. What experience do you guys <laughs> have with PS3 models? I mean, once again, I... This is not a question for me. So, Jack, what experience do you... <laughs> Yeah, if we want to hear if we want to hear Landon rant about managing hardware at GameStop, he could be here all day. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if I've ever touched an original model PS3 because I, I never, I never knew anyone when I was a kid that had a PS3. Everyone had a 360. Like, there was maybe one kid in the entire in like my entire graduating class that had a PS3, like in the early stages of the that generation. I mean, obviously I got a PS3 eventually, but like I only knew one kid when everyone else had 360s, he had a PS3, and that kid was an asshole. So, I never I never went over to his fucking house or anything. Fuck that kid. Um, but so I never had any experience with the original model PS3. I got a slim for Christmas in 2011, like I said earlier. Um, it came with, I mean, uh, unrelated. It came with, uh, what was it, Little Big Planet 2 and Ratchet and Clank All for One, which were, I mean, they, they were certainly video games, but it was $200, so. Jeez. Uh, and I have, I have a, one of my, one of my closest friends has a Super Slim, which I have used. It has a weird disc tray. That's God. all I'll say about it. The disc trays in those are. Oh, Yeah. It's like it's got like Fucking, this like thing that like slides, it slides. over the it's, top. It's kind of stupid, honestly. Um, yeah, if you don't use the button to like pop it off, it, and you just manually do it, you will break it. It's so oh, yeah. stupid. Yeah, for sure. Is. Those those. Like, I don't has... know how they. I don't know how they didn't think that people would do that because everyone did that. Exactly. So here's the thing about the 360 and the PS3 from. The perspective of someone who had to like watch people like literally break these things and like pick mm -hmm. them up. I feel for the 360. And here's the funny thing: is I own an original model 360. That's the one I was like I was given a 360. Uh, mm -hmm. But I would say the model to have is either the S or the E, um, just because those ones don't have as much hardware failure. They're easier to maintain. Um, and then for the PS3, it's only the Slim. Unless you're going for yeah. backwards compatibility for PS2 games. But at this, like, in this day and age, I mean... Just buy... PS2s are... Like, you can get them cheap. for well under $100. They'll usually come you, with accessories. Like, well, the, more the, can... the bigger issue is some some of these people don't have, like, the... The wherewithal to get, like, an HD converter or, an, like, right. for AV and stuff. So that's the the one thing for that. 
Um, yeah, the the problem is is it's not even just getting that stuff. It's also finding a TV that has the right inputs if you want certain yeah. inputs. Because like, I have a but like, I have an old TV. Don't mind me. I just want to finish this thought. Um, I have an older HD TV that like was just as smart TVs were becoming a thing. So it doesn't have all these extra streaming apps as like four, but because it was still an older. Uh, smart tv it still had like the old like the av like the and composite like, and composite and component yeah. and yeah, so component. like i use component cables because the component gives you better image but good luck finding a tv that has those nowadays so yeah because the difference is real like component composite is garbage but component yeah. you yeah. can probably get away with it you're gonna experience a lot of jagged lines but surprisingly like the quality of the image holds up really well on component but you know um uh yeah no like landon said it's weird the ps3's like you want the you want the slim you want the slim if you're if you're buying it to play games the the slim is the model to go for uh, yeah. because you're gonna break the the disc tray top on a super slim because you're dumb and the originals are not only both hard to find they're older so they're going to be prone to more hardware failure as well they they will overheat and die probably i mean i also and, own an original model ps3 so i mean i mean not only that but like the original model ps3s are like what was the max hard drive space on those like 80 80, 80. gigabytes 80 i mean you can replace the the hard drives. They take a yeah. 2.5 uh, inch. Yeah, 2.5. Basically, a hard drive that would standard use. hard drive. Yeah. Well, for a, it has to a be laptop. HDD though. It, yeah, it can't be a. Oh, it okay. can't. So, it, yeah. it, so, cause uh, towers, computer towers use 3.5 inch uh, right. size uh, hard drives, whereas um, yeah, for for internals, uh, you have to use a 2.5. So something you'd use for a laptop. Um, and I replaced, I think mine was an eight, one of the 80 gigabyte, uh, and I repl- or 60 and I just replaced it out with a, a two terabyte or a one terabyte, like internal hard drive. Oh, sick. Sweet. So, uh, it has honestly, storage for days. Honestly, like the PS, my PS3, which was a pretty sure it was a 160 gigabyte hard drive. I never ran out of space on it. No. And for this generation, well, until you get to, like, the ass end of the PS3 360 generation, um, like, for for the most part, this generation, you did not need a ton, ton of space. Yeah. So, the thing about the, inter- like, the hard drive space for these systems is that vast majority of the time, this was not to install data from your physical games. This was purely to store your save data and your downloaded games and DLC. Mm-hmm. Because obviously you have to have storage space for that, or updates, uh, or or updates, your photos exactly. and music. Because so yeah, so yeah, it was it was one of those situations where like thankfully because not every game is going to have to install. Like you said, you don't have to get an uh, internal. You don't have to have a larger hard drive. Although if you're one of those people that's going to own quite a bit digitally, or you end up getting one of those games that later in the generation. Uh, you you have to install some data 
yeah yeah and i mean i think it could be especially bad on like the multi-platforms on the 360 as well right because like the the ps3 the blu-rays held more yes uh the three because the 360s used i mean there was a lot of 360 games that were multiple discs even super early on yep Um, blue dragon came out in 2007 or 2006 and had like four discs or something crazy like that yeah uh there was there's quite a bit bit of games that even super early on it was like multiple discs for the the 360 um but yeah for the ps3 for the most part uh it was pretty much I was going to say, th- yeah, there was only, yeah, it was single discs for almost all PS3 games. There's like one or two that like came really close. I know that uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 actually was very close to being a two disc game. Mm-hmm. Like it barely fits on that one disc. Uh, and those Blu-ray drives or Blu-ray discs, sorry, those Blu-ray discs could hold uh, at the time 25 gigabytes of data. And the uh, the DVDs that were used in the 360 were dual layered and they could still only hold like eight gigabytes so yeah huge severe difference. disadvantage huge right. difference um but welcome back jack we're discussing multiple I... discs on 360 versus single discs on oh PS3 yeah because of how the games were in the formatting should we um i mean sort of tangentially related uh how do we feel about the launch prices for each system? <laughs> you know, I mean, I was a child. True. So I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Was, I'm going to say I was 13 when the 360 came out and I was 14 when the other two came out. And I was not thinking about the but price. Like, but like, I mean, even still back in the day. Like the fact that the PS3 was that expensive. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No. was absurd. Yeah. Like even like my eleven-year-old mind, who had no concept of money, like so, knew that six hundred dollars for a console was fucking absurd. Let's put this into perspective. The the, the more realistic expectation you're going to have is that you are a family, or you are a parent, or you're just an adult who's you know just trying to jump into the next system. Uh, generation you don't have the most money you just want to get a cheap option to get in your options are 250 dollars for a wii 300 dollars for the lower end 360 that didn't have a hard drive okay and then 500 dollars for the lower end ps3 with less space you're gonna get a wii or a 360 exactly i mean that's what the, people did you, you could have bought both of those systems for just a little bit more than the price of the PS3. And like or you could buy like three games from one of the other systems. And like here's the thing too. Like I mentioned earlier that like you know when those consoles were really huge that I only knew one kid in my entire grade that had a PS3. There's a reason for that. 360s are more affordable and notoriously for several years the PS3 had no games. Yes. Um, did you want to just continue talking about the consoles and we'll talk about the handhelds later in the podcast? Because I, th- I feel like we're rolling That's pretty fine. good with this. So That's fine. That is one thing that was really apparent uh, early on is that no. the, the Wii was doing its own thing. The 360 yeah. and the PS3 often had pl- cross-platform games. But the problem is, as I mentioned it very near the beginning, the PS3 was notoriously difficult to develop for 
So a lot of games were developed when they were multi-platform with the 360 in mind. And then they had a version for the PS3. Because of that, yep. a lot of the versions that you play on the PS3 did not play as well as they would on the 360. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Unleashed and plays better on the 360. It doesn't perform better at like the top level because like technically there's an uncapped 60 frame rate on PS3, but you're never going to get that. But you had you had more sta stability on like Sonic Unleashed on 360. Bayonetta played better on 360. The only time this was really like a big difference in the PS3's favor, and this wasn't because of the hardware, it was like fighting games like Street Fighter 4, but that's because the controller for the D-pad on the PS3 was better. That's not because the hardware itself was better. Another example of like a game being better in the 360, any Bethesda game. Yes, like, Bioshock, I heard Bioshock was infamously like... Bioshock is not Bethesda. No, sorry. Which one was? Bioshock's 2K. 2K. Yeah. Um, what was but I mean, a, that's it's an, that's another example. That is another example. I'm, I'm Come sorry. On. Come on. Fallout is what you're thinking of, I'm guessing. I was not thinking of Fallout. I was trying to think well, of Well, Fallout and Elder Scrolls, basically. Especially fucking Skyrim. Like, I've never played it on the PS3 because I don't give a shit about Skyrim. But, like, I've heard horror stories about how, how Skyrim plays on the PS3. Most of the time, you just look at water puddles and your system explodes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like... I, I wish that I was can, an exaggeration. I mean, like, I can name specific examples, like the Fallout games, uh, which I do like, and I did play on PS3. New Vegas especially was bad, but, like, even Fallout 3, which, like, performance-wise was, like, comparable to the 360 version, at like, it gets to a certain point where, like when you play the game so much and you have so much of the world explored, loading screens take for fucking ever. Like, 40, 40 to 45 seconds forever. Um, I've done like five runs of New Vegas on PS3. Fuck yeah. Uh, my system of choice for New Vegas is the 360, honestly. Uh, I do like it on PC, but, like, something about it on 360 just, like, feels more natural, I guess. But also, I played it a ton at friend's house. Typically, um, those kind of games, just the... Con they just... They, for some reason, they just have a better just, game feel, I guess. They just feel better on 360, well, honestly. It, so, I think the reason for that is something we might have touched upon back during our controller podcast, which was our first episode. Um, the, uh... The, the controllers for the 360 and the PS3... Like, they had to remap a lot of the commands on the PS3 controllers because of the mm -hmm. L2 and R2 being funky. And, like, developers yeah. were like, that That doesn't really, like... But the 360 had, you know, proper triggers, basically. And just, they had a, it had a better layout for those kind of games, so they just felt better to play. Yeah. Um, shit. <laughs> uh, another... Uh what what was our what was our basic topic? Oh yeah, performance. Um, yes, between plat cross platform games on those. Um. Oh, we were talking specifically about like the PS3's launch price, uh, yes. and how it had no games. Right. Um. That was the case for like, you know, a few years at least. I mean, at least until like 2009 or so, once the so, PS3 actually started to get good games for its system. So, the PS3 had quite a few games that came out before 2009 but none of them were like the big name stuff that people were like really looking for literally 
Oh, sorry. Literally the only game, like, that the PS3 had for a while was Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Because, I mean, when did, the, when did the first Resistance game come out? Oh, God. Uh... 2006 maybe yeah because like they had they had yeah, like even but like resistance wasn't like huge no. you know that's what i'm saying is like you had like you remember those series that were really big on the ps2 we weren't seeing any of that translate over into the ps3 early it on wa so resistance was a launch title it was yeah yep i see the launch date for that game right there yep that i forgot launching. that was i forgot that was developed by insomniac yes like i said you had developers that were making games that were well known on playstation but a lot of it was stuff that was like new ip and a lot of people weren't really all that excited mostly because like jack said <laughs> the ps3 was expensive so you know people yep. didn't have time or money to be excited about these games so it would take Al a while got Al said he got his PS3 for Metal Gear Solid 4, and that's valid, honestly. That's a valid, yeah, that's a valid game to get the PS3 for. I mean, Metal Gear Solid 4 is a great game. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, meanwhile, the, the Wii... The Wii was doing was its own doing, thing. Doing its own fucking thing. Because... With its own Wii games. Was, the Wii was essentially a souped-up GameCube with a new controller with motion control. So... Yep. A lot of the games that were multi-platform on 360 and PS3 did not make it over to the Wii. Not saying none of them, because there were a few, but not a lot. So the Wii had a lot of exclusives to try to pad out that library. The Wii was mostly exclusives. It really was. I mean, it had some multi-platform games, but honestly, like, what is the best multi-platform game on the Wii? Um, I can't even think of one. <laughs> well, the, the issue not is... Not, in, not including games that released exclusively on the Wii and DS. I'm talking, like, strictly, like... It ha it came out on the Wii and at least one of the other two main consoles at the time. Well, the, the issue is... What was I about to say? Uh, a lot of the... A lot of the Wii versions of games that came out on... PS3 and 360 was its own, like, version. It was, like, yeah. its own yeah. pared-down version. So even, like, a lot of the Call of Duty games came out on the Wii. Most of those but were, But they like, weren't the same game. A lot of them, like, they might have, like, some of the... But it was, like, a different development team also worked on that. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of the best multi-plat uh, were ones that also came out on PS2. Because it was, like, the ass end of... The PS2, the PS2 just like went through a right. lot of the early. Yeah, because you had like the, you had the later Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi games, which also ended up on the Wii. Yeah, two and three were on there. Um, um, no, there is one major game that I'm surprised neither of you thought of that are you was say a multiplayer. Unleash. Nope. Okay, because that's good. not this. Because it's not the same. The Wii version's a different game. Well, there the, is a the, the Wii version is based off the PS2 version. So, it, that's mean, a multi-plat version. Didn't the Wii and PS2 version come out at the same time? Well, yeah. But I'm, I'm just so saying. They're, they're, yeah. yeah. It's a multi-plat um, game. Yes. But it's they're, they're different versions for those two. No, there's one game that came out on all three major systems, but it came out very late into 
the generation. The Blob Two. No. Rayman. Rayman Origins. See, I didn't even think of that because I never played Rayman Origins on the Wii. It was I played on that. all three systems. I totally forgot about that, actually. Yep. I I played Rayman Origins on the PS3. And so. well, here's in the all issue. fairness, that's probably it, the only major Mountie Plat that it, was on all three. It's, a, it's yeah. a Ubisoft game, so it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good Ubisoft, it's a good put Ubisoft game. game. They'll, it's Ubisoft the will put their games on a dying corpse if they could. Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, I was... Well, I mean, if we're talking games that are like, you know, the same, more or less the same across all three platforms. Well, that's what we're talking uh, about when we talk about multi-platform. We're not like talking about like games with different versions yeah. because of the hardware. Uh, speaking of Ubisoft, Just Dance. Which I, you know, is probably the prime example of the Wii version is the best one. Yeah, because it actually has the per, the controllers that properly support I that mean, kind of gameplay. I mean, yeah, but like once they were starting to be released on the 360 and PS3, people were using the Move or the Connect, and they were both inferior to the Wii because the Wii won. Get over it. I mean, in... In fairness, though, just from a strip, strictly objective standpoint, it was better to play those games on the Wii anyway because you didn't have to buy $100 plus of extra hardware just to play it. Yeah, exactly. Decently. That's why they made Just Dance games for the Wii beyond when they made Just Dance... Beyond when they stopped making Just Dance games for the Wii U. I was going to say, yeah, they had a Just Dance or two that came out on the Wii and the Switch, but not like, the Wii what's U. The yeah, like, wasn't the last Wii game, like, two or three years ago? It was, like, Just Dance 2018 or Just Dance 2017. Maybe even 2019, I don't know. Like, I'm gonna, was, I'm gonna find out. It was super fucking late. But The last Wii game. Uh, You're probably gonna get some obscure game that someone wanted to release, like, post-mortem. Nope, it was Just Dance 2020. 2020? That was the last oh, one. Oh god, it went even later than I thought. Yup. For both the Wii and the Switch. Oh, yeah. So, um... Oh, and then, of course, there's some other games that did go multi-platform, like, across all systems, but they were usually, like, downloadable, like, bite-sized games that just happened to be out on everything. You had stuff like Mega Man 9 and 10. Uh, I believe Castle Crashers was another one that made it. I don't think out. that was on the Wii. It wasn't on the Wii? There was very few of those those games that also came to Wii. Uh, Sorry, I was looking something up. Did you say Castle Crashers? Yes. D don't, don't worry about it. Landon's already talk telling me. Don't, don't. Please don't. <laughs> I know you're going to go off. Landon's already doing it. No, 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 no. It's okay. I'm just saying. It feels like a game that should have been on a Nintendo should console. I feel like it. You no, know, I mean, no. It is I mean, on I'm a saying, Nintendo console, but it should have yeah. been. <laughs> but like, not the one that we're talking about tonight. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Castle Crashers was actually, like, for a little while, exclusive to the PS3. No. Or, excuse Other me, way around. 360, 360, 360. Yeah. My bad. Um, see? See? Don't shame me for being wrong about something. Hey, 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 hey. I had the right one in my head. I just said the wrong one with my mm -hmm. mouth. Okay. But, but yes, I was. But yes. The 360 version, or it was a 360 exclusive for like two whole years before it came out on the PS3. 
But yeah, there was very few of those uh, digital games that came to Wii that also came to other platforms at that time. Yeah. The only ones yeah, I like can they, think of are the Mega like Man. We got Sonic 4 Episode 1. And, and Sonic 4, yeah. We, but only Episode 1 because yeah. the Wii didn't get Episode 2. Which is really funny. It is. I was one of those people that bought it for the Wii originally. Because that, yep, I mean, that's same. what I played the most. Often. I mean, it was the only, at the time, it was the only home console that I had for this generation. Yep, yep same here. So yeah, of course I bought it on the fucking Wii. Um, another fun fact about this generation is, this is the first generation where all three of the major consoles had a substantial like home menu of sorts. This is when they would start integrating like a hub to go back to in the like in the middle of gameplay or when you're done gameplay or anything like that cuz I mean you obviously yeah. had a startup OS on previous systems you had a startup OS yeah. for the GameCube, Xbox, PS2. You could probably do a little bit more with the Xboxes if I remember correctly, but I, really not a lot. It's like I I will say I will say best home menu, and you know this is not biased because of what I'm going to say. Honestly, the 360. Which version? Like a very... Which version? The 360 had different versions. Slim. No, no, no. So, like, they had an... They had a... They had a... An okay, update. whichever one... They, whichever they had, one it was when the Slim came out. Because they had one the with the blades. or the... Because um, they had one with the blades, and yeah, then the they blades. took away the blades, and they started, like, brushing it up with, like, the avatars, and it was a little bit more, like, clean stuff like that. That's the, the one squares. that... squares. Yeah. That's the squares. I'm gonna need... I'm gonna need pictures. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the blades, but... Because blades were, I would like... Need a vi- those were, like... That was I, the original... I would need a visual reference. All right, blades uh, versus squares, go. <laughs> so... Okay, so I'm going to post this in our Discord server. If you join our Discord, you can see this stuff. Yeah, you just have to scroll back like four weeks worth of content. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm posting Just go back to to July 7th. That was the old one. Okay, I'm not thinking of the blades. I'm thinking thinking of of the squares. You're thinking of the one that came out after then. Yeah, when they updated it, because it was a huge revamp to their to their. I yeah. I distinctly remember. Um, this was like I said, most of my time was spent post uh, these systems, or like to the ass end of these systems to post. Um, I remember someone trading an A three sixty and it not having been updated and still having the blades, and, <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> and I was like, wow. That's I, fucking awesome. That's I feel I feel bad that I have to I have to like connect this to you the have internet. Have to update that, yeah, yeah and update it. <laughs> I, I required that. That I mean, like, yeah, I understand, but like at the same time, that feels like erasing history. Yeah, no, it was. It, that's like it was really tough. It was. It was. That's cool. like delete. That's like deleting PT from a PS4. But that's a topic for another day. Um. The, I like the Wii's um, home menu. I think the Wii's home menu is really clean, the way that they had it as, like, different channels. It was fun. Wii has a good home menu. I like fun. it. I think it was also really easy to navigate because of how simple it was. It's just, like, it's just intuitive. It's like, okay, I have a remote. They're just different, They're just different you know, television screens, Dude, basically. That rip, was the idea. Rip the Everybody Votes channel. Oh, I miss the Everybody Votes channel. We can, you know... 
we have the everybody's vote channel it's called our patreon true yeah <laughs> i i've I, I will say I've never felt more like an outcast in my entire life than the one time when the Everybody Votes channel had the question, do you sleep with one pillow or two? And I picked one. And I was, a one, I was it was like 9% of people wow. picked one pillow. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? That's the only thing I remember from the Everybody Votes channel. Yeah. But yeah. no, yeah, we, we home menu is good. The PS3 home menu is basically just a souped-up version of the PSPs, which was released, like, upwards of two years before that, where they well, have the XMB. You go. PS3 Although, home menu is also really good. The, the PS3 did have this one weird thing, though, where, like, you couldn't... I think it was you couldn't exit out of a game and go into something else from the home menu until an update changed it so that you could. The thing that hmm. really, like... From Sony's perspective that worked for the PS3's home menu is they just took basically the PSP one, but it like they used it for that, they used it for their Blu-rays, like everything yep. that they released, it just used that home menu, so if you use Sony products You knew what you were looking at. You could navigate it. And it was yeah, it was kind of like the same approach that uh Microsoft would take like what seven years later with the uh, windows 8 when they yeah. were putting windows 8 on everything i will say um at work we have a uh, blu-ray player that is uh hooked up to a tv that just kind of we just kind of play like concert dvds on it all day uh and it it's one that my my boss brought from home and the main menu on that Blu-ray player is basically identical to the PS3. Yeah, that's because it's a Sony Blu-ray. And yeah, 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 no, I'm that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just proving your point. Yeah. So, there you go. Do you want to talk about? Uh, I guess I was about to say. Let's yeah, to we the, haven't talked let's about get to libraries the game yet. Now that we basic. Oh wait, one last thing before we talk to, about libraries. One other major thing that happened with this generation is the first generation where. Every system, major system, could play games online, over Wi-Fi, wow. internet. Uh, oh, it, it wasn't oh. the best experience. Looking back, can I? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like. I remember uh, this like relic from the past, way back in the day when Gamespot did a review of Mario Kart DS when that first came out. I forget what score they gave it, but it was either a 9 or a 9.5. I think it was a 9.2, because this was back when they still had .1 intervals. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, But either way, they were super... They really liked it. But I remember, like, you know, GameSpot reviews always had the pros and cons at the end. The only con was, and I still remember this, having to go to McDonald's to use (laughs) (laughs) Wi-Fi. Because back then, no one fucking had Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. No. It was pretty much like the one place like you could reliably use it. Play yeah, playing online was a miserable experience. What was because this is so integral to this generation, what was your first experience playing a game online in this generation? Uh I mean not on my own console, but uh playing like probably Halo 3 online uh at my friend's house. That's because, like, I didn't... We didn't actually get, like, home Wi-Fi in my house until, like, probably 
2009 or 2010 same and i didn't get it until 2009 yeah so like we got it pretty late but like we also didn't even get high speed internet until like early 2008 so no i know the answer to this this is easy but uh i think for a console that i owned and a game that i owned it was mario kart wii okay what about you landon what was your oh it uh rainbow six vegas like we had my my brother bought uh, gold when he bought his uh, his three six the whole my whole three sixty saga is actually like a a fun little story because um, it was his three sixty he bought it um, and he had I don't know it was like two games or something the one I played a lot was Rainbow Six Vegas and I remember I would stay up I stayed up like all night one night playing Rainbow Six Vegas online with people. I, I really enjoyed that game, um, and he wanted to trade in his copy to get Elder Scrolls Morrowind, and I like hit it. We shared a room too. We had like bunk beds, <laughs> and I hid the copy of the game for a couple days because I was like, I want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking yeah. funny. So that was it was a, it was a whole whole deal for a little bit. So yeah, yeah Rainbow Six Vegas. F two. I know what my very first one was, but I also want to share one other story that I think you guys will find funny. Um, my earliest one was, surprise, surprise, I would go around my neighborhood and I would try to find spots where I could pick up un, uh, unsecured Wi-Fi. Where you could pick up shit. That's funniest. To play That's Pokemon. That's fuck. To play Pokemon so I could use the GTS to trade and do stuff online. That's so, fucking awesome. And you know what was funny was like because I was a kid, I didn't know how Wi-Fi worked at the time. I just knew that like if if my thing said it could connect to it, it would try to do it. So like there would be times where my friends and I, who were all stupid kids, legitimately thought like if we like pointed it at someone's head and the Wi-Fi got stronger that their head was amplifying the Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. That's how it works. So, that's yeah. how that works. Yeah, how but that uh, works. no, that my my first experience was obviously GTS and Pokemon, and I also played some online games and got my ass completely kicked because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But one really funny story: um, when Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi three came out, this was before I got my own Wii. My friend had it on the Wii because it wasn't out on the PS three, and he had already gotten rid of his PS two. So the only system he could get it on got it on the Wii. It has online. It was so, the only version that had online because the PS2 ex- version did not. Exactly. Yep. So we go online and I pick my favorite character at the time who was Perfect Cell. Love Cell. One of my favorite characters. I go online. I know I'm not going to do well because I don't play fighting games like that. But I was like, I just want to have some fun. I want to see who I can fight. And there was this one person who was using Hercule. And I was like, oh, this should be easy. They're they're basically, nope. just, sit- they're basically just playing just to sandbag and be stupid. No. Hercule has that move present for you, mm-hmm. also known as present bomb, and it can stun lock you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did can, to me. It can stun lock certain characters. And Perfect Cell is one of those characters, yep. apparently. Yeah. Because I could, literally could not do anything, and he just kept stun locking me with present for you. And I eventually put my controller down, and me and my friend are just laughing. And I, I'm fr- like, I'm like, I'm like 16, almost 17, yeah. And I'm just freaking out because I'm like, what is going on? Because it wasn't processing at first that, oh, he has me in an infinite loop. But that was that was another really fun time. Hercule is the like best. Oh, Hercule yeah. is the best. What am I saying? Hercule? Hail Satan. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, that was my earliest experience with online. So now that we've gone over to most of like the features and stuff of these consoles, let's actually just talk about some games. Library, library. Games. Games. Uh, so I'll, as we discussed, the PS3 has no games. No. Except so I'll, 2007 came along and dropped Nathan uh, Drake's just, Fortune. I'll just um I'll just go over some notables from each of the systems. The 360 did have Halo 3 and Halo Reach. Pass. It started the Gears of War series, which pass. was Gears of War. I'm not we're not doing a Smasher pass, I'm just noting. I'm doing one right now. I'm doing it live. <laughs> Gears of War 1 through 3. Uh Forza Motorsport 2 through 4. Pass. Uh Fable 2. Pass. Crackdown. Pass. Uh Blue Dragon and then of course when yeah, and then when they brought out the Connect, there was Connect Adventures. Oh, Smash, 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 <laughs> Smash. Uh, the PS3 had, obviously, this one, the first one's near the tail end, but you had The Last of Us. Smash. You had Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, Little Big Planet 1 and 2, Infamous 1 and 2. You had the Uncharted trilogy, at the time was a trilogy. Uh, you had the Resistance games, Demon Souls. Now, me- keep in mind, I'm mentioning some games that eventually would get ported to later generations. We're not counting those later generation ports. Uh, God of War 3, Gran Turismo 5 and 6, uh, Nino Kuni came out, uh, and Tales of Zillia. There was a bunch of other PS3 exclusives, but I didn't want to list them all off. There's and a the Wii. Ton. The Wii, I also could not list off everything because there's a lot. But you got like Super Jack Mario said, Galaxy it's 1 and 2. mostly exclusive. You got Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. You got Mario Kart Wii, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Kirby's Epic Yarn, and Return to Dreamland. No More Heroes 2. Not No More Heroes 1, because they had ported that to PS3 during the, the generation. Uh, you had Donkey Kong Country Returns, Wii Sports, obviously. Metroid Prime 3, uh, 3 Corruption was pretty big. Xenoblade Chronicles, New Super Mario Bros. Wii. I can go on and on and on all day about Wii exclusives. And we probably will. We could do a whole the podcast Wii... episode on that. Just, just on Honest, Honestly, we really could. We probably will. I could will. talk about... I could talk about Wii exclusives all fucking day. Yeah. The Wii had, like, I know I said in our, like, console rankings video back in the day. Who even remembers uh, that? that the, but that the Wii was my favorite system. Yes. And I don't know if that, that was just, like, my gut feeling. I don't know exactly what my favorite system is. If, like, you pointed a gun in my head and told me to pick one. Now, I don't know. I might, to be fair, I might say the Wii. this was three years ago, and we didn't really have a good handle on the Switch yet. Like we had an idea. It was a few. So, but so it was but, a failed system then, and it's a it failed was, system now. It, really it still the, doesn't have Runner Two. True, 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 it was true. Really, uh, it was really. I mean, we still had most of the systems on there. So, I mean, would you say your minds changed all that much over since then? It's hard to say. I mean, it's like a top three or four or so and the Wii is up there for sure and I do think that the Wii has like an absurd amount of exclusives that are actually very high quality games that a lot of which just kind of got overlooked because you know haha the Wii is the kitty system yeah but like there are so many fucking good exclusives on the Wii and like I think 2009 is like a good example of the Wii being the most underrated system at the time because there were so many like good exclusive games that came out in that year alone that no one was really talking about you had fucking 
what was it mad world mm-hmm. you had little king's story mm-hmm. you had uh technically not new games but you had new play controls for pikmin and donkey kong jungle beat and mario power tennis and those are uh, like especially pikmin that's like the best way to that's play a pikmin. that's a oh yeah absolutely yeah. that's a big fucking deal you had deadly creatures you had fucking excitebots trick racing there was a fucking i'm pretty sure i mean it had obviously new super mario brothers Wii came out that year like that's the big one and yeah that's a good game too but like uh there was a dead space game that came out on the wii i forget what it's called extraction. i never played uh, it but extraction yeah, yeah. Dead space extraction. yeah but like i remember um it was a big was deal a... at the time though like people were like freaking out because it was really good quality game that came out it was that was what it was like an on rail sh- it was like an on rail shooter wasn't it yeah. Yeah, so, and I remember GameSpot said it was the best Wii game of that year, and I was like, huh, I never played it, though. Uh, um, you know what else was a Wii exclusive that I didn't mention yet? What's up? Zack and Wiki. Oh, fuck yeah. Why didn't it get a sequel? Who knows? There's no way to find out. <laughs> but no, yeah, um, oh, Klonoa, too. The fucking... Uh, not not Klonoa 2, no, but, but there was a Klonoa, Klonoa game on the Wii. as well. The remake of the first Klonoa game. I like that one on the too. Wii. Like that's I I love Klonoa as well. That's one of my <laughs> favorite Klonoa games. <laughs> but Klonoa 2009 for the Wii, which is a remake of Door to Phantom Isle for the PS1, is a great game. But like no, there's like a lot. The point that I'm making is that there's a lot of, like, sleeper hits on the Wii that a lot of people never fucking played, but are actually really good games. What about Arkwise Fantasia? One of the core it, that's pillars another example. of this channel. Another that's game another which I know example. Landon really likes that we would be remiss to mention. No. Uh... There was Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. Oh, which I like I, that Yeah, game. it was on... It was also our, 2009. Uh, that was in 2000... Yeah, 2010. When it came to Fuck, us. Fuck, never... It was oh, in okay. 2010 so, when, out, when it was out in Japan. Damn it, I'm wrong both ways. Yeah, you are. But yeah, we had... There were so many games that came out on the Wii. Even games you wouldn't expect. Yeah, we we could literally do like just an Like, deal or no deal? On Wii, the Wii library, so like... What is, like, I'd rather see, what's your, like, guys' thoughts and feelings on the other two? So, from my experiences, um, the 360 for me had, it was a fun system to play with other people, but if I was playing, like, by myself, I didn't really get, I don't really, nothing sticks out to me, it the 360 was the system that I played with my friends because I didn't own it myself. But there would usually be games that we would all play together. We would play Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 because everybody played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on that. Um, my friend and I would take turns on Sonic Generations and uh, Mega Man 9 and 10. I think he had on both uh, both of those on the 360. We would take turns playing that. It was just It was the system of getting friends together to play. But if I wanted, like, games just for me to play myself, I I played a lot more on the PS3 and the Wii. But I definitely have to say, like, looking back, the Wii 
probably dominated a lot of the time that I spent on that generation. And that's not just saying because oh. I had a two hour, a two year head start before I got a three uh, PS3. I'm just saying that in general, I have so many more Wii games than PS3. I have probably like, honestly, I've probably spent more time on the Wii, except for maybe PC. Uh, I've probably spent more time on the Wii than any other system, any other home console at least. Uh, handhelds, it's almost certainly the DS, but uh, for home consoles, like, because like from 2007 to pretty much 2011 when I got a PS3, I was pretty much only playing Wii games. So, yeah, I spent a fuck ton of time. So, like, you get to a year like 2009 where someone like me who doesn't have any other systems just has to fucking <laughs> scrape the barrel and see what uh, kind of third-party games you can find. It turns out there are actually a lot of fucking good ones. By the way, two ones that I forgot to mention. Bit Trip Beat mm -hmm. came out in 2009. Mm -hmm. And Punch-Out. Punch-Out did come out. I still have to yep. play that. I've never gotten into the Punch-Out games, but they've always looked really fun, and I've always wanted to play them. Great games. Uh, also, Wii Sports Resort. It did also come out in 2009. And Metroid Prime Trilogy. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> rambling. Nine. The, the, most, the most underrated year in the Wii's history. Mine was a solid year. Honestly. Like, I, I just remember at the time, like, a lot of people complained that there wasn't a lot that came out on the Wii. Like, and, and not just, like, you know, fans, but, like, publications, like GameSpot, were saying shit like, I mean, it had new Super Mario Brothers Wii and, like, a couple other games, but that's about it. And I'm like, no, it fucking didn't. There were so many good games that came out on the Wii that year. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the it was, like, that period of time when a lot of publications just started dismissing Nintendo's systems entirely for a while. Yeah. That just kind of was a thing that they did. And we're not Until... just saying this as Nintendo fans. Like, we were in the trenches watching forums and watching these sites just push Nintendo system aside. Except except for when the, the new... Mario game came exactly. out. Yeah. yeah, or the Zelda game. Um, Yeah. Never forget that GameSpot gave Mario Galaxy 2 a 10 out of 10, and they didn't name it their game of the year. That's so, Fucking that's bullshit. So dumb. Uh, speaking of games that came out in 2009, hold on, let me make sure I got Uncharted 2, baby. And uh, Infamous 1 came out, if we're talking... Was and Ratchet Ratch and Clank at Kraken Time. I was going to say, wasn't uh, GameSpot's game of the year Demon's Souls? Yeah. The first Soulsborne. Yep. And that was... For some reason... That was a PS3 exclusive. Yep. Yeah. Did not come yeah. out on the 360. Probably. I mean, it stopped being one when they made the PS5, like, re remake. Right. I mean, yeah, but like... But for the purposes of this generation, at it the was time. a PS3 exclusive. Yeah. It's, it's strange that it never got ported to anything else until they did that remake for PS5. I mean, overall... The genre. I mean, while you're looking, overall, I mean, like, obviously the Wii has my favorite library of these three systems, but, like, I mean, this is just personal bias speaking, but I like the PS3's library a lot more than the 360's, just for the exclusives, honestly. I mean, and that's what it really comes yeah. down to. I mean, that that's true for, like, most most of the 
console generations or console libraries. It's just going to be yeah. what exclusives, um, unless there's like an apparent like third party that just runs way better on a console. Right. I mean, or, yeah, sure. The th- or if there's like a system that, in the case of the Wii, like didn't get a lot of multi-platform games, like then there's a little bit more debate between the other two. But yeah, it's one of those things where the exclusives are going to end up making the console at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, sure. The 360 has, you know, Halo 3, which is a great game, and Gears of War 2, I guess, which is, you know, that's a good game. But, like, the PS3 has the fucking Uncharted trilogy. It has Metal Gear Solid 4. It has the Ratchet & Clank Future games. It has, I think, I'm pretty sure there was a PS3 God of War collection where you could just play, like, all five of the original games. There was. Um, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, So the, the funny thing is, is that of all the things that Sony would like go hard on marketing for, I don't think I really saw a whole lot of like advertising done for these collections because they just kind of like quietly dropped an entire Ratchet and Clank collection. Like you, like it didn't have Deadlocked, but it had the first three Ratchet and Clank games, and that just kind of yeah. quietly got shoved out there. And they and, and they did that for they did that for that and, and Sly Daxter, Cooper and right? Jack and Dexter. Yep. Yeah, it, like they put them all out there, but they didn't like tell anyone. They were just like, here you go. Lennon, is this the part where you tell us that, uh, well, this is the part where you have to choose between your two, your two children because you have the Wii with the bit, tr- the entire bit trip mm-hmm. saga and the PS3, which has all of the Sly Cooper games. Oh. That's tough. But the Wii also has Zelda. The Wii has Zelda, but the PS3 has Valkyrie The PS3 Chronicles. has Uncharted. Valkyria Chronicles and Uncharted. But I never played those on the PS3. So I don't really... Assume. I forgot that you... Yeah, I didn't I get the, that you didn't. into that until PS4, so that doesn't really yeah, mean much to that's me. Fair. Um, But the PS3 had Fat Princess. True. So I played I that I never with, played Fat Princess. <laughs> I played that with Justin. Oh, nice. Um, The PS3 also had 3D Dot Game Heroes. That's true, and I recently got a copy of that. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean... My... My gut says we, obviously, the library. Um, but that's where I spent most of my time during the generation. Because the PS3, like... The ones I can remember playing during the generation... And it was, like, probably... Oh, God. What did I play during the generation? It's probably the very end of it was Borderlands 1. Yeah. yeah. That's what I can Borderlands remember. One, Borderlands 2. Um, the last... Actually, the last game I played on the PS3 that wasn't... Because, like, they did also do, like... There was also, like, a ports for Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5. But, like, the last new game that the PS3 had that I played was, was the first Dragon Ball Xenoverse game. Hell yeah. It came out in 2015. I mean, Cold Steel 1 and Cold Steel 2 for The Legend of Heroes came out really late into the PS3's life cycle. Um, and I played those on the system. Well, I, I mixed those and the Vita because you you could like do cross-save between them. You could pick up, you could transfer your saves between the, the Vita and the PS3. Um, so those were probably, like, the last things, you know? 
it's tough, right? It's it's super tough because because like the so like the Wii has, in my opinion, like the better overall exclusives. But if we want to talk about genre diversity and variety and quality games of those genres, I think the PS3 kind of wins it because there's some genres that are kind of lacking on the Wii that the PS3 covers. In addition to having everything else. Yeah. But it might not hit those same highs that the Wii can hit. And I mean, you've got stuff like some of the digital stuff uh, that was coming out, like that we mentioned, didn't come out to the Wii. Um, So Bitrip series aside, um, like a big one for me, you know, you had Journey that came out uh, for PS3. Um trying to remember everything there was a ton of stuff i got digitally um like digital downloads for uh, ps3 did you ever play scott pilgrim when that came out not when it came out until the the re-release years later okay. but that was a, another oh yeah that's right you we i know i know that we played it together i just had forgotten if you had played it previously yeah um which uh remembering now duh you haven't yeah or you haven't but I mean, I mean, we mentioned uh, episode two, uh, Sonic Four. Episode two was an, another one that I like a digital download that I played. Sl- slightly better than the first. Slightly better than the first. You could you could play with a friend. You could suffer with a friend. Um, you could sixty nine with a friend. Four twenty with a friend. Where was I going? I don't even know. Uh, try I, to decide I between the PS3 remember. and the Wii. No, oh, no, I think I, I think I answered that. Uh, that's uh, we uh, just for like because that's what I played mostly on. But the PS3 has a really good library. Like it really does. It's a, it's a solid ass library. Um, I honestly, I think it speaks to the quality of this entire generation that the weakest system is like it, it, at least in terms of library. Is the 360 by far, which still has a really good library. It just hits uh, yeah, different exactly. notes, and it doesn't. It just the games that are known on the 360 just aren't really our games. But there's still a lot of really good stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. And I've done a little bit of like it has a little something for everyone. I've done a little bit of uh, collecting for uh, like 360, so I don't have a huge like huge library of 360 games but like there's still some that are like even like japanese like rpgs like yeah mentioned the it. 360 has those like i didn't mention this one but um they're literally within like the first year no no first couple years that the system was out we got lost odyssey as a mm-hmm. 360 exclusive there was uh tales of Vesperia was originally 360 exclusive until the PS3 started picking up and started getting sold for less, and, and that ported it over, and that didn't get a uh, a localized um, oh, like yeah. PS3 the... version. Uh, we didn't so that's get just a... Jap- Japan only, huh? Yes, for the PS3. So we didn't get a localized version of that on another console from the 360 until the Switch, PS4, uh, Xbox One release. And and Blue Dragon, Blue Dragon, yeah, we mentioned yeah. that a couple times earlier, but yeah, oh, Blue Dragon mind. was another like <laughs> exclusive RPG, um, and then yeah, so, like don't yeah don't sleep on the 360. The 360 actually has games and 
oddly enough, some of those are in genres that you would not expect an Xbox game to an Xbox system to cover. So, I mean, um, all three of these systems had great libraries. I think it really just depends on what you were looking for. Yeah, like, as an experience. Yeah, yeah. So all three, like, it was a good generation. Let's just, I think that caps it off pretty well. It was a good yeah. generation. The, the, yeah, before we move on to the handhelds, yeah, just the 360 PS3 Wii, it was one of the few generations where we could decisively say, you can pick any one console, you don't lose, you win. You have a library of good games. Except the Wii won. Except the Wii did win. <laughs> the, the, Wii, the Wii won. All right, now we have, so to play the console, we have to play the console wars game. Jack, oh defend your honor. Uh, I'm the Wii, right? Yes. Okay, uh, the Wii won. Get over it. That's my argument. Damn. That's a good argument. I don't think we stand a yeah. chance, Cloud. <laughs> Damn, um, right. No, like, I don't know, man. I mean, the Wii, it just has a really fucking, like, if you dig just like a tiny bit, you will find a lot of hidden gems in the Wii's library. I mean, obviously, they're finding physical copies these days is good luck with that. But, like, emulation give it a shot uh because there's a lot of fucking good Wii games out there that odds are you definitely skipped on not you you guys but like you the listening listening. audience unless you happen to enjoy the Wii as much as we do in which case congratulations you're correct here's your reward (laughs) uh but is the reward a patreon uh ad uh, yes. Okay. And and here's the thing. I don't even give a fuck about the motion controls. Like, obviously, like that's the big draw for the whole system. That's what got people to buy the fucking thing. So, like, you got them in. And, like, here's all these... For, like, the people that want them, here's all these, you know, amazing games that, no, like, a lot of people never played. And if you don't want that, you have Wii Sports, and that's all you really need. I think the thing with and Nintendo systems, the, especially the Wii, uh, is that when you associate Nintendo consoles with the games that they that they have for them, typically you're talking about like their big exclusive stuff that sells multiple millions of units, so that all mm-hmm. of the stuff that's not those games kind of gets drowned out. But that doesn't mean that there was a lot of game. There weren't a lot of games that. You know, because there's some games that did decently well that weren't, you know, major releases. We we hit on, or not, I mean, not like super multi-million selling ones, at least. Yeah, but the Wii didn't have an F-Zero game, so suck it, Jack. The um, PS3 fuck. was better. <laughs> I was going to say, Landon, do you want to defend the PS3 here, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. Well... The 360, it did have quite a bit of a rough start, but I think... The 360 had a rough start? Oh, yeah. From the hardware's perspective, because it was dying all the time. But it sold... Here, I'll I'll be the 360 guy, but it sold way better than the the PS3. It did. From a hardware perspective, it, it was notorious, but it had a robust library in more genres than you can even really think about. And the 360 really pioneered the way that we experience games online with 
Xbox Live already adding on to what it started the generation before. Like the online for 360 was probably the arguably the best experience you're going to get online for that generation. Uh, Xbox Live Arcade started highlighting the importance of indie titles and having these games that weren't just AAA releases always being the ones that are getting everyone's attention. I, I think the, the 360 is a lot more robust than people can give it credit for sometimes when they just drown in Call of Duty and Halo and Gears of War. They forget that there's a lot more there on the 360. And I think, yeah, the, the social aspect, if you're looking for like social gaming and trying to get into the indie scene, I think the 360 was a really, really good system. So the nice thing about the PS3 is we had a really funny ad campaign. We did. That and, oh my god! And that's how I win. The baby is well. No, I, I'm talking about the the later ad campaign. Oh yeah, with Kevin Butler. Oh, with fucking yeah. Kevin Butler. Kevin Butler's like whole ad campaign. You know, that's what saved you know what? the PS3. Oh yeah, that marketing. It, it really did. You know what? Honestly, at the time, I really didn't like Kevin Butler that much because I no, he's was fantastic. Spike. I, no, he's great. I love him. But, like, I at the time when I was a spiteful child who could not afford a PS3 and only had a Wii, I was like, I don't like Kevin Butler. He's an asshole. Because he represents but, the enemy. And yeah, exactly. And didn't he also, those ads with him also come around the time when they were releasing, when did the Slim release? Like 2009, I think. 2009-ish. And when did great, the Kevin Butler ads start? Great year. Because uh, it was... It, 2008 2009 it was like yeah, it was so like they, around was, there yeah they started transitioning to a really aggressive ad campaign to try yeah. to get the ps3 going but go it ahead. was it was basically our system is better than yours fuck you yeah but that's like like that was like the one that was the uh, the solid move on sony's part is having yeah this ad no campaign. it was it was ri- it was really good but then it was they had the shit to back fantastic. it up because they had a way cheaper system now they had yeah. games starting games. to come out on it, um, so yeah, that's 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 my defense. That's, that's my defense for the PS3. I was gonna say, let to, uh, t- to be fair, the PS3 probably got supported with more good games later into the generation than the other systems did. All the way up to so- like the end, because even Sony was like, "And here's The Last of Us." Yeah, true. And that was like uh, but the end of the console. Yep. That was right after I graduated high school. Like and that, the PS3 like, was still getting was t- valid games. That was ten years oh, ago. Yeah. The PS3 was still getting decent games, collections of games that hadn't entered the generation yet. Just all sorts of stuff. Like a year or so into the generation afterwards. Like, they didn't stop supporting that thing. Like, not just Sony. There was third parties. Like, Square was putting out stuff like the Kingdom Hearts collections and stuff into, like, 2014. You had other third parties that were supporting the system up until, yeah, like 2014, which was, like, a year after the the Xbox One and the PS4 had come out. So, Cold Steel 2 came out in America for the PS3 in 2016. Jesus Christ, that's so late. That's crazy. But that's like, it was still getting like physical release support in retail, like way, way past, way past it should have. 
Oh, yeah. If, Way past cool. If you're playing the long game, the PS3 was the system. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's its sure. huge, like, its huge claim to fame, I would say. Out of all of the systems, even, like, the the next two. Um, I, I mean, it's, like, honestly, the... <laughs> It really is a case of slow and steady wins the race, where the PS3 started really fucking slow and had jack all for three years until they started getting good games, and then they had good games for pretty much all the way up until the end of the system. Once people learn how to develop for the system, that's all it really took. Right. Yeah. And that was what I mentioned that earlier is like the there was a big problem with developing for the system, which held it back for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the, uh, handhelds. I honestly, okay. But like one more thing before we move on, like, I think it just goes to show how good Kojima's development team was that they to have to metal MGS gear solid four at two, in like, and, and that is like considered like the bar for visuals on the PS3. Like, the fact that they had that out that soon with that technology... I mean, like, I guess they were developing exclusively for the PS3, but still, that's Even impressive. Then, like, that's, yeah. that cell processor was difficult to pro- to make games for. And, like, they weren't even a Sony company. No. So, yeah. But, uh... Alright. Uh, but, yeah, the handhelds. Let's do the DS- Patreon... Let's do the Patreon, like, ad read. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, We don't have any uh, $10 tier shout-outs to do for this podcast, but we do have a Patreon. We have gotten a few people to support it. We hope that if you're listening to this and you haven't supported the Patreon, $3 tier is the lowest tier. So, I mean, for $3, you can start getting in on our polls and vote for the upcoming content you'd like to see. Uh, between Landon, Jack, myself, we'll occasionally put polls out to decide on what we'll be doing next. You'll also be able to, if you subscribe to the $6 tier, access some exclusive content. Right now we have a Nintendo tier list where we literally just go through Nintendo franchises that they've had some hand in and just ranking all of them, and it was it was quite an interesting time. We're going to be doing that at least once a month, maybe twice a month, so if you get to the, in on the $6 tier, you got that. And $10 tier, you get all of the previous benefits mentioned, plus you get a patron shout-out. So we, we've got more stuff coming in the future on the Patreon, but you know, make sure you're uh, jumping in on that if you've got a few extra bucks to pitch in. Helps us out a ton, keeps our RSS going as well. But yeah patreon.com slash gaming stooges we've got all of our other social media of course but landon's back with something very important very important we we went back to the store and got more campfire peanut butter cup tillamook creamery ice cream get it while you still can it is limited edition go find it in your retailers um did you talk about what are upcoming um, Patreon exclusive? Not the one that we already put out, but the upcoming one. Uh, we have an upcoming Patreon exclusive for our LPs. Is that the one that you were referring to? Yes. Yes. So we're going to be doing a tier list of all of our Gaming Stooges Let's Plays because we're getting to the end of our rope with Let's Plays. So we're going to rank all of them at some point. It's going to be quite interesting yeah. to see... And we do intend to get Justin 
who is usually not part of our content most of the time, uh, he should be joining us for Jack, that. Jack, what do you got? I got Tillamook orange and cream ice cream, baby. This is our Tillamook sponsor portion, even though they don't pay us. We just Hell eat yeah. Tillamook. We, they, they don't have to. They pay us by giving us Tillamook ice cream. No, they don't. They but don't do that. You pay, you, you pay, they, you pay they, for the Tillamook. They don't. They, they we, don't I mean, pay we, us. We pay... We... They don't. That, I mean, that's what I said. They don't pay us. They... They... Figuratively pay okay, us. Okay, I was gonna say, they don't... They don't give us product, folks. That's... No. No, they they don't. I, I think I legally have saying, to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, legally, it's not even... They're not even Figur- paying us in Figuratively, either, they are rewarding us by making us pay for their ice there cream. There you go. Yeah, they don't give us free product. <laughs> Wait... This is just a bit because yeah, we like the. It is. We, we just like the product. What's not a bit is how much we love Tillamook ice yeah. cream. Yes. All right. So let's move on to the DS and PSP now because we, uh, we're almost two hours in and we've got to look, talk a little bit about these guys too. Okay. Because let's, let's make it quick. The DS the is the system. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good discussion. Oh, All right, wow. folks. Honestly. <laughs> DS has arguably the best library of this entire generation, and that's not even a knock against the PSP, because the PSP has a good hard, a good library in its own right. I know this might be a hot but take. Like, I'm not sure if I agree with that. Really? That the DS I, has the best library of the whole generation? Right. I don't think I agree with that oh. for the simple fact that a lot of those games, and I'm, I know I'm taking a page out of your book, they haven't aged the best, mostly because of their awkward controls, because of the fact that they're trying to take advantage of the system itself and its set of features. So some of them can play kind of weird. They're not easy to go back to and pick up, whereas like the PS3 and even the Wii to an extent, a lot of those games are a lot... They, they just... They've aged better. Counterpoint. Chrono Trigger DS. Period. That, that's Facts. A that is a game. The the P, the DS and the PSP, by the way, while they both have some exclusives to their name, they were port machines. If you wanted some games that came out like two generations ago, that shit was going to be on the PSP or the DS, probably. It was... Yeah. There was a lot of PS1 games that made their way over to the PSP and... By extension, the PS3, but the PSP was also known for being able to download full PS1 classics. You had ports of PS1 games, like Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions is an infamous one. Ape Escape on the Loose was a port of the uh, first Ape Escape game, probably more of a remake, honestly, because I don't think it uses the exact same engine. Although it might, it might just have graphical asset changes. I'm not really sure about the difference there, but uh, that's another game. Uh, The DS had Chrono Trigger. You had 3D remakes of Final Fantasies 3 and 4. Jeez, uh, there's... You can go on and on. Dragon Quest 4, 5, and 6. Right. Yep. But, yeah, no, the... Uh, the Ace Attorney trilogy. Ace Attorney yep. trilogy was... Technically a remake trilogy. Would it be a remake or a port? I guess it would be a remake because it has the touchscreen functionality, right? Te- technically a remake because it has updated graphics like new sprites for all the characters and it does have touch and voice controls okay i would qualify that as a remake 
you know you know about the differences between those games better than I do, so I'll take your word for it. I mean, the original games were on the GBA, so I know, you know, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't like too much of a jump. It was one system to the next from the one generation to the next. Yeah, but they still added like a fair amount, right? Including an entire new case in the first game. So, but yeah, no. If but if we're gonna talk about exclusives, the DS definitely does have the PSP trounced because the PSP, unfortunately, due to it's it's so the PSP is weird because the PSP had a different. It had two weird issues. It had the UMDs, which were, I mean, I guess they were fine, but for a portable system, having spinning discs that were really loud, like that can be a little annoying. So I know that some people were turned off by that. And uh, the memory sticks were expensive. And, I mean, they held enough data for what they were at the time, but like they were proprietary. And so Sony, in their infinite wisdom, charged quite a bit of money for these things and you kind of thank you thank you sony very cool uh so the ds thankfully did not it didn't have any memory thing but like that's because they was using cartridges and they have built-in flash memory tech technically once you got to the dsi the ds had sd sd card slots the which is fair to mention, the PSP and the DS both had major hardware revisions, but the DS probably had more so for the simple fact that the DSi had that going for it. It had a whole library of digital games that was exclusive I, to it that did not go that you could not play on the DS, the regular Yeah, DS. I mean, like, I wouldn't say the DSi was like the DS2. It's like a but DS 1.5, like 1.25. Yeah, that's a, it was definitely that's a, what I was going to say. Like DS 1.5. It's, it's like, kind of it's like a... a not quite a new system, but it has enough different features to it that it feels like a different system. Yeah, it's it's like it's not quite a Game Boy Color situation either because the Game Boy Color had a ton of exclusive games for it compared to the DSi, but the DSi still had exclusive games you could only play on it more so than the new 3DS to the new to the 3DS did at least. It was like seven uh, or nine or something for DSi exclusive. If you don't include the shop. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I was mostly incorporating the shop because the DSi had DSiWare. That was like what I was Shout out. thinking of. Shoutouts to the DSiWare for introducing me to Shantae way back in the day. Yeah, it is pretty far back. Yeah, I'm not even sure how much I can really say as far as the handheld discussion goes because, I mean, I never owned a PSP. I have very little exposure. Like, I... One of my best friends had a PSP back in the day, and I played maybe five minutes of one of the God of War games on it. And I'm like, yeah, this is all right. This is neat. Um, And, you know, I would eventually play that game on the PS3 collection, so I never really felt the need to get a PSP. And that that's, so that's pretty much where that the ends. The thing honestly. about the PSP really... is, like, so the DS has a lot... I, I did knock points off for the DS previously having games that might play weird nowadays because of its configuration but at the same time the DS also had a lot of exclusives that were games you literally could not play on any other piece of hardware because of the uniqueness of the of the DS and there's a lot of games that they're just like 
The Pokemon games obviously were just DS games. You couldn't get those anywhere else. The uh, the Legend of Zelda games that were on the system, uh, Phantom Hourglass and Spear Tracks, were unique Zelda titles that took advantage of the touchscreen and the DS hardware. The PSP is it has exclusives, but those exclusives just kind of feel like watered down PS2 games or watered down or really watered down PS3 games. So while there are some great games on the PSP, they're not providing you an experience that like you literally just can't get anywhere else. Like you could just have a PS2 or a PS3 and just get games from those exact same series. Exact in in fact, like they did stuff with like God of War and um, they did they did a side game for both the Ratchet and Clank series and the Jack and Daxter games. But those were at least more unique because they focused on the sidekick rather than the main hero but then they ended up releasing a ratchet and clank game called size matters which was basically just a watered down uh ratchet and clank game on the psp which then got ported to the ps2 anyway so i mean the psp has games it's just a lot of them are like you could you could probably just make the same argument you could just play on the ps3 or ps2 from the previous generation but yeah i Honestly, don't have a whole lot to say. I think the I like yeah, like my. I love the I love the DS. I love the fantastic system, but like the PSP. I mean, nothing against it, but I just don't have too much experience with it. So, I think honestly, looking back, the main problem with the PSP is probably just not even the system itself, and not even the library, because there was there was a decent library. The problem with the PSP is just everything around it. Notably, I mentioned the proprietary system memory sticks and UMDs, especially like if you're like retro collecting, you won't always find PSP games with their cases. But unlike the DS where they're just cartridges and you could probably find ways to store those normally anyway, you kind of need a case that will house its UMD because it's literally a disc that could get damaged if you don't have proper casing for it so the, yeah. the psp like jack say the line uh what's the line it has an h the best oh okay it, it has an Yay! H the best. <laughs> <laughs> um but no no like true. i literally i literally have for since fucking forever ago i've had all of my ds and 3ds games just not even in their cases, just in a pouch, yep. bunched together, like probably 50 plus games in an old Game Boy Advance SP case, which was for some reason double wide and fits a DS perfectly. So, but yeah, like I said, storage is so is pretty damn easy for DS games, but like PSP yeah. games, it's not it's not looking good. No, I will say I have no. thought about buying a PSP. You've thought about it, though. I'll say this: yeah, if but you haven't, I've not. If you're, yeah. if you're trying to collect the games to play them, don't. <laughs> if you're just trying to collect the games just to collect them, then go ahead, just do whatever. I mean, that's. I showed off the only two PSP games I own. Exactly. And I really only plan on. Well, I might buy the Dragon Ball games. Um, that are yeah, because like Shin Buda, the Shin Budokai games are pretty good. For yeah, those those are actually pretty fun. I I played those. A little bit uh they're not bad um but like the main the main stuff i want for the psp is 
the Legend of Heroes games. Yep. So And like two of the most major games that the PSP even had ended up getting re-released on home consoles anyway later on. Because you had Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, one of like the most hyped up PSP games of its generation. Just got ported onto the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 HD remix like three years later. Now it's on everything, basically. Well, I mean, it's on PS3, PS4. You can technically kind of play it on the Switch, but uh, don't do that. That's Cloud's system. Um, and then they uh, remade Final Fantasy, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. So, like, the two games that everyone that would use, that wants a PSP usually has some level of interest in, you don't even need the PSP for it. So, like... So why bother... For yeah. the Legend of Heroes, like, Trails in the Sky. Yeah. Well, no, because that's on PC. So, yeah. like they, But that's not to say that the system's bad. And none of the systems that we talked about tonight are bad. They're all good in their own ways. They all have good libraries. But as you've heard, we've got our favorites. We think there's a lot of pros and cons to each system. Except the Wii. The Wii's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it, obviously. The Wii won. I wouldn't even say that. Get over it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. No, either, object. No. no, I wouldn't say that either. They, they now, hey, be- this is. Now, I've been talking a lot of praise on the Wii's library for all of its underrated gems, but for every underrated gem on the Wii, there are 25 shovelware games. Yep. That's pretty generous. There is so, there yeah. is so much fucking dog shit on the Wii. My god. Imagine party like, babies. See now that's what I that's why I said you got to scrape the barrel to find the good shit because you got to wade through all of the bad shit on the Wii. There is a lot. I feel I honestly feel like this entire console generation was like the prime age for shovelware because oh, yeah, I feel sure. like it was at its most popular during this generation because like there was a time before this when like licensed games were of a higher quality than they were here. Jack, if I can just say you... one thing. Imagine Party Babies? No, no, no. Of all the shovelware shit games that came out during this generation, at least the Wii did not get subject to Ride to Hell Retribution. That is true. <laughs> I forgot that was this generation, it was the, honestly. Yeah, it was the like mid-2013 on the 360 that's and like, PS3. That's after The Last of Us. That game was Jesus. Sh- that game was notoriously shit. But yeah, I keep going. Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but um, no, I really we sh- did. We shovelware. We shovelware. That's right. Um, uh, the Spiderwick Chronicles on the Wii was an amazing game. Never played it, but duly noted. Always looking for more Wii games. Um, I'm not really, but like, I appreciate a good Wii game. But uh, to um, mention, oh, to mention the um, the insane sho- amount of shovelware on the systems uh, this generation. I mean, I think that just comes with the general sales figures of the con of that generation. Like, if you add up the console, sa- the console unit sales of all the systems in this generation, 150 million plus. We'll lowball three times, and we'll say 80, 80, 80. So that's 240 plus 150 is about 
almost 400 and then plus the 100 from the Wii is almost 500 million console sales across five systems. You don't get those numbers from any other generation. Yeah. Period. Which is funny because now there's more people in the world. Yep. Uh, but there's also people that are playing mobile games now yeah. on their phones. So, so that that's the that's the other half of it is because a lot of those people were playing DS, DS and PSP, DS and PSP. Um, so, I mean, there's also a whole economic like we could go. We could go really. Yeah, good economically, folks. it was a it was pretty good time economically. It was before, uh, you know, a lot of shit hit the fan. So there was, you know, just a lot of people able to buy systems and buy games for them, stuff like that. So it was just, it was just a perfectly lined up period for all of this to coalesce. Uh, but yeah, any final thoughts before we uh, just talk about, you know, catch up and see how we're all doing and sign then sign off for the night? Just uh, The Wii One, get over it. <laughs> he said the thing again. Sorry, sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> no, I think it was I'm a contra- good... I'm contractually obligated. It, it, overall, it's a good, good generation. Like, looking back on yeah. it. I mean, maybe, maybe that's rose-tinted glasses, uh, because that... Yeah. That was our like later adolescence. Like that right. was our, our teenage, yeah. to, you know, early adult, early years. adult years. So that's like that's what we grew up like. Not we grew up on it essentially. So that's like where where we're coming from. So we we look at it maybe a little bit fonder. But it was also like a really good time for gaming because there was a lot of good games that came out during that time. Yeah. For sure. And now, hardware-wise, overall, not the best. But, I mean, like, just talking purely yeah. console quality. Right. Like, Because, I mean, I, like, feel like... I would say I would argue the generation before, from a hardware perspective, was better just because it was more reliable. You or don't even really after. S- or even after, yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> like, you don't see people, you know, running around with, like, dead ps4s and xbox ones and we use but like, well there's, I there's do. Uh, not 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 nearly as much as the ps3 and especially the 360 oh, yeah. suffered from hardware failure and just the like the xbox the original xbox the gamecube the ps2 saw or hard, solid hardware wise so i mean but i mean the the library of games for this generation was still really really good and it, it pushed gaming forward at least with a lot of the advancements that we got so there was a lot of big changes that we would you know i gaming didn't really end up the same after i i okay to close up this podcast i feel like this was the last console generation where it really felt like we had a big leap in like graphical quality like because like the leap from this generation to the generation after with the PS4 and Xbox One, like, yeah, in retrospect, it's a pretty big leap, but, like, it didn't, Not by didn't, really, didn't really feel like it, no. at least at the time. Um, but, like, going from the Xbox and PS2 and GameCube to the 360, which was the first HD console, is... Honestly, at the time, it was pretty crazy. Like, even just seeing, like, Madden 
like the whatever like what what would that have been Madden 06 was the first one on the 360 now I guess did the 360 originally sell with an HDMI cable though because I no. know that no, early systems for the PS3 and the 360 I remember a lot of those you would have to buy that separate I'm pretty sure the original 360 came with component. It didn't even have HDMI. Like, the original, original 360s don't even have HDMI, like, slots. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fair that nice. wouldn't be a thing until the Slim. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, but I, even even still, it felt like a big leap I in think... terms of graphical quality i think the one really big standout thing with this generation is it's the last generation where all of the big three so to speak had very unique hardware in some respects because after this the especially with microsoft and sony their hardware would just kind of mirror each other you know give or take some slight differences here or there but for the most part the next two generations of Sony and Microsoft hardware are largely identical. So you didn't really have like something major differentiating them. Like with the 360 and the PS3, they did have very different internals hardware wise, which, you know, that, that comes with its own pros and cons, but it at least helped the identity that these were two very different systems. But nowadays, like, the, the system's just kind of the same, so I think it just kind of added a little personality. Personalities, I agree. In video games, that, that's what Cloud said. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll die on that hill. The personality's gone. It. I mean, that could just be us looking back with rose-tinted glasses no, because this is a very another. no. The, the switch has. This a is a very nostalgic. This is a very nostalgic generation for me. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I was 10. Like, honestly, not even 10. When the DS came out, I was 9 years old. I was and, only 9 years old. And it ended pretty much when I was, like, 18. So, yep. like, that's most of my, like, latter, like, the latter half of my school years. More than that, even. Uh, so, yeah, but, I mean, I still love this entire console generation, honestly. I don't think there's a weak system among the bunch, even the PSP, which I've never really touched for more than a few minutes, uh, I recognize has a solid library of games, and for the time, it was a really impressive piece of technology. Oh, yeah. Like, Despite you, could, you could not, like, if the, before the PSP came out, that was mind-blowing to think that would be on a handheld device. You know, the movies on it aren't awful. Yeah. Like, I, I've watched, like, a They're better than the GBA video. Oh, my God. So much better. Oh, Christ. The crunch on those. Oh. I I played... We played uh, one of the Dragon Ball episode ones through a restaurant onto a TV. Oh, no. <laughs> it was hilarious, to say the least. <laughs> Uh, Landon, any final thoughts before we just close up? Catch um, up on my, last week. My overall thoughts on the seventh generation of consoles are: gee, that's too bad. <laughs> uh, I will point out that in March of 2005, when the PSP launched, 
uh, for $249, uh, with inflate, uh, with inflation is about $400 today. That would be an, ex- an extremely expensive handheld system. Yeah, exactly. Not even the like Switch is that pe- much. No, I was gonna say, the and the, the Vita was getting trashed for being $300. Yeah. Even though it came out like seven years later and was only like 50 bucks more expensive. Yep. So. But I mean, the Vita had its own problems. It wasn't just, you know, pricing and stuff. It was lack of developer support, unfortunately. And also I wanted to point out, because of just just to point out how absurd that launch price was uh, for the PS3, to go back on that, oh, it, five... Five hundred ninety-nine U.S. dollars in November of two thousand six is nine hundred and five dollars today. Oh my! It's two thousand three for for people listening. What's that? You have to you have to date it because people can listen to this in the oh. future. Yeah, in twenty oh, in twenty twenty three. In in twenty twenty three. Sorry, I thought you said two thousand. I might have said two thousand three. I don't. I feel like you unintentionally gaslit me a little bit there. No. But I forgive you. No, I know what he was going for, yeah. Not intentionally. Unintentionally. But I do that anyway. So, yeah, yeah, that's our thoughts on the seventh console uh, generation of gaming, both handheld and home console. Uh, Let us know what your thoughts are, but let's uh, just go around. Jack, Landon, how have you guys been this past week? I know we only, we did two weeks back to back, which is different, but that's for, you know business and editing purposes but how have we all been doing anything new um uh, not a ton i've been playing a little bit more zelda uh been enjoying that um went to a fourth of july party went to a couple of shows in the past week including one on the fourth of july which was fun uh I started showing my girlfriend Breaking Bad, uh, which is one of my favorite shows, and she's enjoying it so far, so that's cool. Um, aside from that, it's pretty much just been work and house chores. <laughs> Fair enough. When I'm, you know, because usually I'm too tired to do anything else. Right. Uh, I've been up to the same old stuff, honestly. Nothing really all that interesting. I mean, my girlfriend's like all completely moved in now. She originally, well, and when we last recorded, she was just kind of finishing up and she just had started moving in, but like she's pretty much all settled in now. So she lives here. We live Fuck together yeah. now. So that's pretty cool. We've already, Fuck yeah. We've already been able that's to. That's a big thing. It is. You're like, not too much has happened. No, I. But that, like, that's a. I, I, like, I get I it know. though. I, it's, like, it's just because it just this, this isn't the first time this has happened for me anyway. But yeah. I mean, it is really cool. It's nice to, you know, we've, we both have been really comfortable. So it's like one of those things where like, it doesn't feel like, you know, it's weird that we live together now. It just kind of like became a natural it, progression. So yeah, yeah, I gotcha. We've been together for a year. We didn't really jump into it. Uh, yeah, right away. I gotcha. So we took our time with it. So that's been really cool. Uh, we're just kind of trying to fit everything within this small apartment because this apartment's not very large, but I mean... It's Massachusetts for you. What are you going to do? Apartments but, but are hey. expensive for rent, and they don't have a lot of space. But hey, now you're paying half in rent. That's true. But 
I, I just like so. we just like having you know living together because of the fact that it was we lived cities apart, which made the relationship kind of oh, tricky yeah. at times, you know. But yeah, now gotcha. we can actually you know have this relationship and it works out a lot better because we don't have to rely on you know one of us going all the way out to the other one for a few days at a time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's been I gotcha. Yeah, it's been really cool. Uh, other than that, I mean, like I said, I've just been kind of playing the same old games lately. I went back to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot to do DLC, and I did uh, the Resurrection F stuff. There's a couple other packs that I wanted to get into for that. Oh, and I also um, I also bought a game on the Steam Summer Sale. There's As of this recording, the Steam Summer Sale is going on for like a few more days, like a week more. There's good stuff. It's always... There's always good stuff. So... It's, by the time you hear this, that, that sale's over. But I will admit, it was definitely nice to take advantage of it, at least for one game. But yeah, not too much else besides that. That that was a big thing, but it's the only thing. What about you, Landon? I, I, I um, have been playing. Well, I played a little bit more Tears of the Kingdom and uh, Attack of the Sands. I'm. A little over halfway through Attack of the Sands now, um, because I'm post Raditz. Uh, so there's like, I'm like chapter. I think Raditz was chapter six. Um, I think I'm chapter seven or eight. Chapter eight. I'm in chapter eight now. Because uh, the beginning of Gohan, like Piccolo picking up Gohan and shit, that is its oh, own chapter. Yeah. The way they break it down. And then uh, the following chapter is like Krillin getting Tien and Yamcha to go to Kami's lookout. And then I think it starts uh, uh, Otherworld and Snakeway and stuff. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, it's, like, weird how it breaks down. Because it, it also, in, like, it includes a lot of, like, anime filler. Um, right, yeah. So there was quite a lot of that. There And it's fun content. Uh, it's like... Oh, yeah. It We've said it before. We'll say it again. We got a thing for that later. Um, so we'll go into yep. more detail later, but, like, I'm really enjoying that. Tears of the Kingdom, I finally, uh, found, uh, the Clitton and, uh, Clontin, uh, the two brothers that sell, like, in the first game, they sold the monster parts and stuff. Oh, right, right, I found right. them, and so they're who you give the booble gems to like the the frogs that you oh the bubble frogs yeah if you get you give one of them the the gems and he'll give you uh he'll give you like different like monster parts and masks for him oh that wait i think i bumped into those guys a couple times myself i just don't remember their names most of the time yeah i've run into them i think twice they're like super weird uh because they're super into like monsters yeah uh i do remember one of them will give you all the masks. Uh, for, yes. Like, the okay. Bokoblin I absolutely mask. did because I got yeah. the book. The book. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mask. And then the other one uh, has a different side quest line that involves Terrytown, and you like take pictures of monsters, and then Hudson will make statues of the monsters, and then oh. he has like a display area where you can put the monsters. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so there's like. They have, like, two different side quests that I, I was working on. But the big thing, and unfortunately, it'll probably be another two months before I play it again, is today I got to play uh, Trails from Zero for the first time in... Well, the last time I played it was May 10th, right oh, before wow. 
uh, Tears of the Kingdom came out. So, uh, tomorrow, as of when we're recording this, Trails into Reverie comes out. I don't know yep. if I'm going to jump straight into Trails of Reverie or if I'm going to wait. Or if you're going to go back and try and finish up Zero. Zero. At least finish Zero. Um, I have a Zero to play through as well. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll probably want to play into Reverie since that's all new story content and I already know what happens in the other one. But I will play the other one at some point. Um, but I'm in the middle of zero and I'm like, I really want to finish it because I really enjoy myself when I play it. Like I played it for like five hours today, just like it was just five hours of playing that game. And I was like, why do I not play this game more often? But life, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say life, tears of the kingdom. Yeah. Other that's stuff it. just kind of, but that's pretty much it. Um, yep. Yeah. I had a good fourth. Uh, we went over to Kari's uh, grandmother's house, had hot dogs uh, with her. Um, we like made the hot dogs here, and then we took them over there. Um, and because she, she's like ninety six, so oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we just went over to her her place. She was watching uh, the CNN fireworks uh, show. It was like in Washington D.C. Then it went to New York, and then. It was showing off fireworks for different like major c- cities, uh, and it was playing like the air- the United States Air Force was playing music, and then it cut to Smash Mouth, and then it cut to Post Malone, and then it cut to uh, the Zac Brown Band. That's so weird. Yeah, it's like a bunch of that's like a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, ludicrous. Uh, yeah, like it. It just like was like a oh, little weird. Uh, and I was like, huh. All right. And then we left, and then she passed out, and I played Attack of the Sands for several hours. Nice. So, you know, it was fun. Anyway. All right, uh, that's it. So uh, join us on our next podcast episode. We haven't really decided what that's going to be, and it's also going to be quite a bit into the future because one of you guys, possibly both of you guys, are busy coming up. So It'll be the same amount of time for the audio version for, for the yes if you're if you're if you're listening to audio it's gonna still just be two weeks apart we're not like delaying it but if you're gonna be watching live it's gonna be a few weeks from now but we don't know what it's gonna be yet we're gonna decide on that but we'll see you guys next time take care have yourselves a good night bye bye thank you for listening to the gaming Stooges talks podcast if you enjoyed us consider subscribing to our podcast rss feed or follow us on youtube.com slash gaming Stooges and twitch.tv slash gamingstooges for more gaming content. If you'd like to chat with us, join our Discord. The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash gamingstooges. See you next time!